Bonjour, bonsoir, dear friends. Welcome on JCB Live. A very unusual JCB Live because I'm today with the beautiful Cara Chamberlain. We're going to co-host this amazing session with two great friends. And you're going to see what friendship is about and how you become an entrepreneur coming into this country. He, Sam, came from the beautiful country of India, the peaceful spiritual country and the great town of New Delhi with a dream. She came, Lamia, from the incredible historical city of Iraq, the country of Iraq, and obviously this amazing place, the beginning of our civilization. They met, they fell in love, and they wanted to build a prosperous life, an amazing future for themselves. They were very fortunate to have children, and now today grandchildren, and they lived the American dream. They are an incredible inspiration for all of us, coming from two parts of the world, landing in America, and achieving the ultimate dream. Besides building a great business, they continued their vision to come to Calistoga and start a great winery. They became a very close partner of ours, representing our wines, and obviously the vision of Napa Valley with the Oakville Grocery. We love them, and besides everything else, they will give you incredible meaning of life and a sense of life that you've never seen before. Sam has written over seven books, and we're gonna share two with you today because he is the wise man. He's the Gandhi of the wine world. Woo. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lamia and Sam. Woo! In style. Hi, hey you guys. Bonjour. We are delighted to see you in your beautiful store. You know, in Granite Bay, I assume. This is where you are right now, right? You, are you in your beautiful store in Granite Bay? Let's see, is it us? Ah. Is it? Perfect now. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful, well great to see you, cheers. Cheers. Cheers, we, we had to have bubbles because you know, the French way, Lamia, as you know, because your French yeah. is as good as mine, on oh, fait yeah. la santé en français. Santé. Salut. So, you're in a beautiful setting. It looks like an incredible private cellar. Is it in your beautiful store in Granite Bay? Yes. Wonderful. So, tell us, maybe, tell us about first and foremost, how do two people, one from New Delhi, the other one from one of the most historical country in the world, Iraq, meet, fall in love, and start a business? I was working, I, for the government. <laughs> I was working for the government of India to oversee their projects in Baghdad, Iraq. And during the war of Iraq and in Iran, the airport got bombarded. The flight which was supposed to take me back to India got bombarded. Lots of people died except this guy. 
so i was put back to the hotel and then when i spoke to my superiors at the indian embassy and my government they said the only way you can get out of the country is drive by road through kuwait and then the only people who can help you is air india because she used to be the sales director at air india headquarters in baghdad so there you go i put him on a plane and send him back and <laughs> no, <she didn't. laughs> i love it so do you believe both of you in fate oh absolutely it's total destiny i mean uh, i was working we had over you know um, i don't know how many uh, thousands of indian two million, uh, two million indians i mean workers, so. then he comes into the office he wants to go so i had to arrange for him to fly out and That's how we really met. Well, there is so one small it? thing I wanted to mention. I know we are time constrained here. When the news reached India that the bombarded bombardment has started, and then the airport got bombarded, and then the flights are all bombarded, so my family, especially my father, he thought he lost his son, and lots of people died, but he did not know. that i did not even board the plane which was supposed to take me off and because of that news he died of heart attack hmm i'm sorry so, to hear so but then, now sam forgive me to interrupt but how did you charm lamia did you buy a ticket for her and take her with you when you left the country how did that work i went to her office she arranged my trip of 750 kilometers through desert to kuwait and when i reached there i was very upset because i lost my dad then i joined the government back went to himalayas for a month or so and as i hate this country i hate this they took my dad away and all that i'm never going to go back to that country and one day my chairman calls me he said no we need you there you have to go back so my secretary I asked him I said listen make the list of all the gifts which I need to carry and one of the gifts he said buy for one lady who helped me this trip he said what gift is that I said buy her a chess made of ivory ooh mm-hmm. <laughs> at that time it was allowed he said what's her name I said just put a sign of interrogation because I do not know her name everybody <laughs> <laughs> in ivory chess and don't know my name <laughs> I love it so basically you love it first time <laughs> you became his queen and he became your king there, there you go so after 6 months go. i came back and then the chess sat in the trunk of my car for many many months and then one day i went to her office and i gave her that gift and that's how it started that's how it's done and oh, love at first sight i love it this is so yeah, exciting love so first sight this is it so now we forward many years later you start your own business together in in the beautiful granite bay so yeah. why wine and how did you get started because many of our friends listening are always looking for inspiration yes. and aspiration how did you do this Uh, I'll take that one. Uh, basically, when Sam worked for the government, he was in charge of taking care of all the high ups that come in from the government, and he had to dine them and wine them. So he was a um, a, a taster, a collector, if you will. Loved wine. Um, I grew up in a, a family who uh, my grandfather made wine for church, made candles and wine for church as long as I remember. So I love it. 
had, we both so it had wins in your family. Exactly. We both had that little seed in there. And then when we came to the United States, we worked for other people for five years. We had to establish ourselves and learn the, learn the way here. You know how it is. It's very difficult. And we came in with nothing. We came in with our son, four bags, and a little bit of money to get us by. And uh, we worked five years really hard, volunteered in a lot of places to learn different things. And that was all in South Lake Tahoe. And then uh, we came to Sacramento and we thought we didn't come here to just be working for other people. We have to figure out something that we do for ourselves. And the economy was so bad at the time in 91 that we thought, let's just figure out a business or open a business or do something. And you know, it's a funny immigrant story because it's funny how a lot of Indians own convenience stores. So our friends yes. said, you know, it's just like how it is with every community. They get a niche and they, everybody tells everybody. So my, they said, you know, open a store. My husband said, I would, I would love that. And, but I want to open something that nobody has opened. I want to do a wine tasting. I want to do fine wines. I want to bring all those wines that I used to drink. And I said to him, well, one day I will make wine, you know, <laughs> let's just do that. So there we have it. So we, we really opened our first store in 1990 in Sacramento in the Carmichael area. And he put on an, a wine cellar there and a fine cigar section. And, and people were like, oh, wow, this is nobody has done this, you know. And then we came to Granite Bay many years later, also to Sam's vision. He came to this area and he thought, you know, I could take that to the next level in this area. And in a nutshell, basically that's what we did. We came here, it was a struggle in the beginning, but we, we really established ourselves and credit goes pretty much to Sam for being here 24 seven, tasting people wine, opening bottles, being extremely generous and just letting people taste and learn and stories and talking about our stories and that we repeat well, over and over and here we are today. And as we drive to Napa on all of those years that we were buying wine from wineries, I told my husband, I said, someday we will have a small little slice of this heaven, you know, and uh, in, 19, in 2007, it fell on our lap and we we jumped on the opportunity and here we are today, 35 years later, so. This is so exciting. So before we go to your wine, I have yeah. a very, very important question for the both yes. of you. Yes. You know, you're a charming couple and we developed this incredible friendship and you are giving us goosebumps because your immigrant story is fabulous. The way you met is extraordinary. How is it now? husband and wife working together. Um, you know, a lot of people tell us, how, how do you do this? Most husband and wives that work together have so many problems and issues. Well, we figured it out that we only have each other. Either we figure it out or we're going to have, you know, a hard time really uh, being able to, you know, really get people to be as passionate as we are with what we have. So, we are this, the main seed and we have to let that grow and then bring people in. So we figured out, you know what, we really, the one thing for me is that, you know, there, you can only one captain on a ship, right? So in, in the area of retail, you have to respect the fact that, that there's a captain there and that's Sam. 
and I will be there to help him. And now that we have the vineyard, that's my ship, and Sam is there to help me. So, so we respect each other's boundaries, and we respect each other's <laughs> authority. And when I'm working, I'm not his wife. And when we go home, then we are well, husband and wife. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, I'm a big fan of your ethos, which is obviously very big for you. It's family values, yeah. kindness, and appreciation. And those three very powerful words. A little bit of old fashioned. <laughs> well, would you please explain us what you mean by them within your yeah. own words? Because it's a great example to follow, to have those beautiful words to, to, as a guidance. Are you talking about the old fashioned part? Yes, of course. You know, you know I mean, uh, the world has changed and it has evolved into a really, um, uh, into this world of technology, world of, you know, the, the freedom that we have in the United States to think and do just about anything you want. But a little bit of, of, this, of the, you know, spice of the old fashioned really keeps you grounded keeps you that respect to authority, the respect to, to just about any, any um, uh, thing that you feel that you're learning from somebody. Yes. And, uh, and there is no weakness in, in doing that. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people feel like, you know, I, I have to be in charge in order to be authority, to have the authority. And it's really, for me, it's not true. It's about contributing to each other and making it work for, for both, you know? And that what makes it, I think, really rewarding that it's not his thing, it's not my thing, it's our thing. And that is what, you know, so we've worked together for 35 years and, and I have my areas, it's just like husband and wife. You're the husband and she's the wife. I mean, there is that, there is that thing that I don't want to be the husband, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I want to be the mom, I want to be the nurturer, I want to be, but yet I want to be successful, I want to be driven. So the beautiful thing about my husband is that he allows me that and I allow him that. And so when we do that, it's like there is no limit. I want to do something, I'm going to do it. And if I fail, then I've learned something, you know. So that Which is really old-fashioned way. It's just really, I don't know, I like that we watch our grandparents do that. And yeah. you see that married lives have lasted for a long time because of that. You know, I think there is a wisdom in that. Absolutely. And thank you for sharing because yeah. it's a great successful story to follow and defining, as you said, the role of each other very well. And, yeah. and I need to tell you, I was very fortunate because my grandparents were the same and parents as well, very clear responsibilities of each. Yeah. And it works very well that way, you know, as you said, so. They did in what they did. I mean, you know, I have never stopped working since I was 18 years old. I was in aviation 23 years. Um, I opened my own business for 10 years in the States and I'm doing the vineyard and he's doing the retail. So we both have a very, like kind of like you and your wife, you both have successful businesses and you know, it's just the way it is. It works really well. <laughs> Thank you so much. Well, talking yeah. about your irresistible husband, when yeah. I met him, you know, he gave me goosebumps of excitement. I think he aligned my chakras. Yes. I could feel my third eye and my crown chakra vibrating. Yes. And then 
as you know, we had a great glass of wine together and he shared with me that he's written many books and I could see him as a wise man. I would like, Sam, if you would be so kind first to tell us about the cosmic wheel that you've defined so well into this incredible book that I'm going to bring closer to the camera, Papaji, because, you know, that cosmic wheel of life that you write so well, a book with such a purpose. So Sam, if you could summarize in a few words this one, because there's another one to talk about, which we adore as well. The book which I wrote, this was to honor the untiring work of 55 years of my older brother, who by profession was a geological scientist. And we come from a very uh, fortunate and privileged family where we have all the comforts of life at our disposal. And he didn't have to do this. He could have lived this lustful life. But then during the course of his scientific research, he lost one of his friends at the age of 25. And at that time, that guy, his wife was pregnant. And he, that took a, he took that tragedy really hard on his life. And he said, I caused the death of my friend. So he raised his son in the coming years. He dedicated his life. He said, I'll never marry. I'll never sleep on the floor. And I'm going to dedicate my life to the downtrodden, poor, and needy people. Because he always believed that service to the needy is shortest cut to salvation. So all these 55 years, he never slept on the bed, even though we have very, very beautiful, extra beautiful homes, lots of properties. My great-great-grandfather used to own six, seven villages, but that is behind us. He chose that path. He worked along the side of Mother Teresa. Yeah. And he opened lots of ashrams and lots of missionaries he ended the tradition where rich people could take the thumb impression of the poor and uneducated people who were working on their land and then they use them in modern day slaves. He ended that. Now we have over 50,000 schools in India where people from all walks of life can go in there, read and write wow. and learn for free. That's amazing. And then he also, he did lots of uh, research like on tetanus and some other diseases which is coming from the soil because he was the soil scientist. And yet he was able to devote and find time to serve others. And all he taught was that learn, learn, and once you gain a knowledge, share with others because joy of love is in sharing, not shirking. What an example of erasing selfishness and greed and giving your life to others and really building a new vision for the world. Congratulations. And I think the way you count the story, thank you for your kind words as well, obviously. And as well for the inspiration you give through those 200 pages. We really commend you for writing it and for gifting to us and for living according to those principles, because I think even in difficult times, we need to think of others, specifically 
at the time we live in today, where we know so many people are on the fringe of society and are not receiving the help they deserve. And if we could nourish their mind as well as their wealth, it's, it's, it's great. So congratulations. Now, I'm keeping this book here, of course, but there's another one before we taste the wine and we discuss your estate, which is very exciting. And we have your charming son on the cover with his, and his wife. wife. Yes, wife, Jackie, yes. So tell us both about what is very dear to my heart is receiving hospitality and this beautiful book. Well, During the course of my profession and working for the government, I had the chance to travel around the globe. I had the chance to mingle with different people from different castes, different creeds, different cultures, different traditions and customs, and sharing the food and your knowledge with others. So I felt, you know, this passion about wine and dine goes beyond those boundaries. Because in some cultures, you cannot even shake the hand of a lady or you cannot give her a kiss on the cheek. But if you came to my home and you know that my I'm from India and you brought in, you came in some outfits that look like Indians, I'm yours. Right. You created the biggest impact on my life because you are telling me I am no different than you. I'm one of you. I'm one of yours. So that makes a huge difference. So I said, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to show in that book, drinking wine and dine is okay, but you have to go beyond those boundaries and intermix with people from all castes and creeds and have fun. Finding, finding common grounds. It's so important. It's very important because you have to relate to people. You know, you don't want them to feel uncomfortable. You don't want them, and you, it's a, it's a really uh, uh, understanding people's desires and what their their culture and their passion, and really taking the time to do that. It makes a big difference in building relationships. So, I, without being stuffy, without being, you know, just keep it keep it real. <laughs> and I can add a little bit more to it. That Living life is an art of understanding human desires and to fulfill them according to their satisfaction, not your satisfaction. Right. We have to live for others, not for ourselves. Animal lives for themselves. Humans have to be human. <laughs> and that, that equals kindness, modesty, generosity, yeah. honesty, loving, nurturing then we are called humans. And don't you think the period we just lived, the last six months, is enhancing people receiving each other at home, the yes. willingness to understand different cultures, and enhancing what you just said? Yes. I have always believed in that, you know, there are lots of people around the globe who just want to See a smiling face so bring do something just to bring the smile on their face it doesn't break your bank they're not looking deep into your pocket just do something to bring that smile and once that smile 
comes on their face, then hopefully they will share that smile with others in need. Doesn't cost anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> so let's ask Kara the question because we have Iraq represented, so the Middle East, we have India represented, which is a fabulous school of thoughts and influence. Iraq, one of the most beautiful nations of all time. We have France and Europe with me. Kara, have you seen and do you think there's a new sociological evolution in America where people will spend more time at home with one another, receiving each other, where wine will be shared in the family environment as well in a greater way? Absolutely. I've seen it. Everyone seems to band together as a community when it comes to crisis, but particularly now more than ever. I think that we're all going through this uh, in a particular time. And so now we've learned that we have to rely on one another and come together um, in a time of need. And what I've experienced even personally is that if people aren't allowed to necessarily leave their homes, that that desire to still be around others and to develop that community is just innate. And I can speak even on Sam and I's relationship and how it evolved. It started during the COVID crisis and our love for food and wine really evolved into this wonderful friendship. And um, I, I just love the amount of generosity that uh, these two have expressed and how they're passionate about what they do. And it's very, it's very contagious and it's very enlightening. And it's something that I'm very inspired by. So you know what we got to organize Thank you so much, Kara. We, we, we are with you. Yeah. Can we organize an Iraqi, Indian, French dinner when oh, the world reopens? It will be my pleasure. You know how I, there's one area, I don't know, Kara, if you know, but I love to cook. Yes. So, I've heard a lot. <laughs> so between the three of us or four of us cooking, I think we're going to come up with a, with a masterpiece. <laughs> we will. So we want to go into your fabulous estate. Yes. But last question on a personal note for Sam. Yeah. You receive, and congratulations for this, an incredible award, the Hero Awards for all your commanding and passionate community work. Would you tell us more about this? Because this is a big deal. Again, it starts with the upbringing, the selfless service to the needy. And keeping that in mind, I, it always inspired me to do more and more for people in need. And then also, I, am, I was born and raised in India, but I'm proud to be called American citizen. I feel, I take pride. So when we, make, may, and we became American citizens, we raised our hand, took the pledge. We were both in peers. And at that time, I, I told my wife, I said, you know what? This country gave me what my birthplace didn't give me. So if today this country goes to war against India, we'll me and it. my kids, <laughs> we are fighting from this side. <laughs> and when you become so successful... Well, hopefully we never fight. No, we never, we hopefully not. But yes. when you become so successful and you see that everything what you have done here is very rewarding, then it raises a question in your mind that maybe this is the time to give back to the community. Right. Absolutely. 
supporting us. Yeah, so what we do, because our community in Granite Bay, don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a very small bubble, if you will. It's a very, everybody likes to do everything within this town and they support each other. So we get, we get like involved in, you know, uh, there's as little as sports team for high school all the way to, you know, um, uh, fundraising for the Red Cross or for the uh, Cancer Society. I mean, we have, we have been involved and donated wine for so many years and we do it just because you wanna be involved in the community not because you want to be recognized that was a total surprise as a matter of fact uh sam sam uh, does forgets to always say this because he never thinks about it he actually received the notice by fax back then and he tossed it thought it was a some sort of a he tossed it in the trash thinking it's a solicitation from the town or something. It's like, so he threw it away. And then as I was emptying the trash, I was like, what is this? Has a, has a, a state seal on it. <laughs> so I, I pulled it out of the trash. I said, what did you throw away? This is a invitation for you to, to be recognized for this award. And he goes, uh, I don't care about the awards. And maybe so that's the government calling you right now to give you another award. I think there's more to come. <laughs> so now, Lamia, you've been very passionate about culture, about food, about international scope with all your travels and all your discoveries. Now your passion is Calistoga and winemaking. So first we delighted, thanks to you and Kara, we have all the great wines of your estate. Thank you. Available at the Oakville Grocery on Highway 29. Yes. So we're very honored with that. Congratulations. Tell us about your vision of your family estates and what you want to try to achieve in Napa Valley as we serve ourselves a glass of red wine. Yeah, to be be quite honest, um, right now we are... uh, reconstructing it you know uh, work vineyard has been around since 1976 it's been around for a long time and my the the moment we bought it we started to renovate and bring in you know i really wanted to to bring in that that growing up uh, cellar the smell of the cellar i wanted to really make a wine and really um you know put our name on it and being in retail selling hundreds of wines over the years, thousands of wine. When it came for us to be making wine, it is like a lot of pressure. What, what are you going to produce that is true to yourself? So I, I went by my old world uh, memories. I just, I, the smell and the taste that never have left my mouth, you know? So I wanted to make sure that we made wines that are, that are friendly, that service is just about everybody that would drink it. And I wanted to stay true to varietal. I wanted to make sure when people tasted those wines, they enjoyed it. Uh, a humble feeling to it, very cozy and homey feel to it. So the vineyard for us is going to be just a small little humble platform to allow people and invite them to really experience our our nature. You know, people come in, I always make something, I always cook a meal, I always share, you know, 
all the wise. We're coming, we're coming. Forgive me to interrupt, but you're making a salivate of excitement. <laughs> oh, good. So we have a Chardonnay, we have a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yes. Right? Yes. And then you have a blend. We have a blend, we have a Chardonnay, a Pinot, a blend, and a Cab. That's and, right. Uh, yes, and uh, the Chardonnay is um, uh, actually a 92 points with Robert Parker. It's double gold at the San Francisco Chronicle Wine Competition. We really are happy about that. Uh, same thing with the Pinot. We've, we've scored 90 and up on all of our wines. Um, we're very happy that we got that recognition. And we are very excited to share it with your with your clients at, at your establishments, and and hopefully it um, it will show that kind of response. Uh, Absolutely, just, I'm excited about bringing your product to our store. I mean, we have been telling people stories every day before it even it even came here. So from your vodkas to your gin to your wines, it's been. It's been really, really uh, a privilege to have your name beside well, ours. Well, we are very honored. And now, Kara, I understand we're bringing a lot more to, to oh, you know, our friends and doing a lot more things. So what else are we doing? So actually, what um, we have been dreaming of is to bring part of Napa Valley to Granite Bay. So they have decided at Lakeside Beverage to partner with Opal Grocery and to bring in Opal Grocery products, which is very exciting. So not first only, ever. It's one of our first partnerships that we have. So we're very excited about that. So you can select all of our beautiful products from Opal Grocery and enjoy it in that retail location. Get your food, get your wine, and just enjoy all the great benefits that Napa Valley has to offer. So we're very excited about it and for that undertaking. So thank y'all so much. Um, and in addition to the food that we have, they of course carry a great assortment of all so of our wines. all those wines as an example. So tell us maybe a little bit of each Absolutely. of what we have here because you've put quite an assortment. Of course, well, we actually, um, so Sam has a wonderful newsletter and fan base that follows him very religiously and they go through quite a bit of his wine and okay. take Oh, yes, and they definitely take his word for everything. So they've been, uh, we've built a Boisset portfolio flash sale feature um, that, that's going to be a big focus on the Deloche OFS Chardonnay. We do have another one that is a secret indulgence, the Duke Pinot Noir. It's not, it's not featured there, but it will be featured on the flash sale that we'll be launching. We have the Raymond Merlot, the Reserve Merlot, 1881 Cabernet Sauvignon, and then Tarot Cabernet as well. So great diversity in all the wines that we have selected featuring from Sonoma with the Chardonnay and for the Pinot Noir and then Napa Valley for the Merlot and the Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, and we're also going to be including a magnum of the Merlot for every case that is purchased through Sam's store. And so wow. uh, Sam will be launching that featured newsletter, which has had a wild success. And so definitely, um, definitely a good opportunity to sell her and to collect these wines. Um, and I know, Sam, you can probably touch on a little bit more about the success of that newsletter and to your particular clientele. Yeah, tell us about your newsletter because this is very over, exciting. Over people the last 30 people. years, uh, thousands of people have signed up on our website or when they came in our wine tastings. And these are selective people who have passion 
and liking for the wines and they're willing to spend money at greater length. So in next one hour, I'll be shooting this email, mm -hmm. uh, what's just Kara described, and we will be offering special pricing for that. And I do that on a weekly basis for all the selected wines, as well as spirits. And I had a great success, like last week we did for a Stagnip Winery, we sold over 29 cases in less than two hours. So I've been doing that for a long time, especially due to COVID. Uh, this segment of the business has picked up by 60%. Ooh, congratulations. So people don't want to walk into the store. They will just read your newsletter and they'll just give you their open credit card. It's okay, keep my three cases, two cases ready. And then they send somebody or they come themselves, they pick up the wine. And in a short period of time, the business is done. So we are, as compared to the period prior to COVID, we are 40% up. Well, well done. This is very exciting. So I can see know, after, uh, sorry to interrupt. I said, I can see after COVID is over, hopefully we can have you over and meet our customers yes. someday. We would love to, and we'll bring a case of Tarot, because as you know, in a case of 12 bottles, same wine, we have 12 different Tarot cards that tells yes. the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wonderful. That's, that's wonderful. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So um, you've been such an inspiration. I would like you to tell us, besides writing books, being such thought leaders and spiritual people and phenomenal family example, what is your passion besides food, wine, and people? And I know you have a lot of passion, but is there one we should, we should know more about? For me personally, I want to um, travel for intensively for a year and hug as many people as I can. <laughs> <laughs> because of COVID, I can't hug many people. So that has become my thing. I really <laughs> want to go to places and just hug as many people as I can. I can see that. <laughs> what about you, Sam? My passion is to learn more and more and share with others because as I said earlier, that the joy of love is in sharing, not shirking. And when you share your knowledge with others, it literally enriches your life. And the only way you can do that, if you go and expose yourself to different castes and different creeds, and learn, you know, what they like and their dislikes. And then you intermix all those things and then come up with an idea which is beneficial to all of us because we all learn from each other. And that passion, I want to continue until my last breath. I love it. Well, this is so well said. Is there a dream that you're willing to share? Could be two different dreams that you're willing to share that you've never shared that you have? Uh, oh my gosh, that as is... As wild as you could go. <laughs> you know, be, and why it helps to think. You know, it's so funny because, I'm, you know, for me working with the wine side of it, I'm like, I even said this to my winemaker. I said, I want a hundred point wine. Mm. Yeah. That's a good dream. That is a good dream. Well, yeah, we'll I, give it to you. <laughs> Whether that means anything, we give you a half point. It doesn't mean anything other than I I had worked 
from where wherever I started to perfection to, to perfect an art. You know, uh, it's just something that you always want to be better. You always and and not that you really care about anybody acknowledging it. It's just it's just it it gives you the the you know the endorsement of somebody bigger yes. than to see it. You know, no, and it's really all I care about. It's not about really producing a hundred wine, but for somebody to actually see my effort and and say, oh, wow, you know, what it started and what it ended, it would be a good little legacy for, you know, for people to remember for, you know, it's, uh, uh, I don't know, but that, that that's something that I would love to see happen someday. Well, having tasted your magnificent wine, I know you're on your way. If it's not 100, you may get 102 points. <laughs> Are you going to be okay if we go over 100? You know, again, it's a dream, right? Let's just hope. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you, Sam? What's your dream? Writing my a dream, eighth book? Yes, my dream is to, as I said, travel as many places, meet as many people, touch as many lives. And if I could do 5% of the charity work which my brother has done around the globe, that is a mission accomplished because I have always believed that every soul crosses each other's pathways for a purpose and for a reason. And every soul, when it comes on this planet, it comes with a mission, with an opening balance. And then when we depart, we have a closing balance. So I, my dream is to have as many plus entries in the closing balance when I depart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so well said. And Sam, we are so aligned. I'm, I'm sharing with you that dream very, very much. And yeah. you got me excited to go for it. Now, yeah. as a closing moment, we would love for you both in your own way to share a message to the world, a message of encouragement, aspiration, inspiration, whatever you wish that the world would be willing to receive from you. My message to everybody is that believe in yourself so that you can believe in yourself. Everybody stumbles, everybody falls. It makes the difference who gets back on their feet and keep moving. And then just remember one thing, that the more you give, more the abundance comes on your doorstep. And there are so many poor people, there are so many needy people around the globe, provide them the selfless service and it is going to enrich your life anytime you help somebody whether it's through kinds or through some kind words or through means the satisfaction the internal satisfaction what you get out of it it's incomparable do it or it doesn't break your bank you know no, I, <laughs> yeah yeah you know for me i echo sam's because we share the same really we share the same ideas but so much more also to add to it is for people to really learn to get along you know uh, life is too short um you know to to keep our differences so to a point to where it's making us not get along in in so many little ways and just to you know to enjoy this world we have you know i always say people you know when they hear my accent and i'm sure you get that question as all the time oh where are you from what you know and you get that sense of like they want to identify you with something. And I say, you know, 
you know, I have, my religion is God, my country is the world, my language is what you hear and what you understand. So there is no, there is no labels for me as far as all of that. We all, we all share all of that, you know, on this, on this earth and, and just, you know, just be, just be in and, and really um, love and respect and get along. It's so much easier. It's so much less effort. We're created to naturally love and care. It's a lot of effort to unlove and, and do not care. So why would you want to go there? Just go the natural way, it's easier. <laughs> and one more thing I would like to add, that it, takes, it takes fraction of good energy to be kind to somebody. Yeah. It takes a bulk of energy yeah. to be bad to somebody. Yeah, it's a lot of energy. And human body was made to store only positive energy because negative energy is like a bad breath. You may have it, you may not feel it, but Sam can notice it. <laughs> <laughs> well, on those wise words, we commend you so much for having such a philosophy of life to being such an inspiration. We, we're so grateful that you are, you know, obviously you've created Lakeside Beverage, which is a very successful operation. You have your estates, you're part of the wine country as well. And we're very honored to know you and to have seen as well that wonderful side of you because besides the books and you touching so many people, now we will reach many more that will really understand your philosophy of life, which is the best ever. So let's I have a toast. I'm going to close with one thing. Uh, JC, we are equally honored, honored that you are actually, um, uh, as you said it on a very fast forward way, that we're the first ever to to have you do this with, and we're honored for that. And we thank uh, you to have, to have our name beside yours means a lot. And uh, and you uh, you are somebody we look up to, and uh, you. you might you might not know it, but we have been we've looked up to you for a long time, and I'm very happy that that whatever power there brought us together, and we look forward to this beautiful relationship of friendship moving forward. Absolutely. And, and during Cheers. the course of our business, I had the opportunity of meeting your lovely wife, Gina. <laughs> and now hopefully one of these days, we're going to see your lovely two daughters oh my and spend some positive and happy time together. I love it. And you're going you're gonna to spread both your positive energy. And I promise you, so the first meal will be at our house. And we'll start with French food and then we'll move again. Yes. to oh. Iraqi dishes and then to Indian. Indian. <laughs> We're going to stretch it as far as we can. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you for Cheers. your time and efforts. Thank you so much. And congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you.